Okay, so this Shabbos is the first Shabbos of the Shabbos of the three weeks, the three weeks between Shabbos of Thomas and Tishabov. Now, this is obviously a time where Klai Yisrael is mourning the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. But I'd like to analyze things maybe in a little bit of a different way. You know, Rav Kluger, a few years ago, said over the following story. It's a story that's not true. It's a made-up story, but... He, he said about the following story to teach us the following, uh, I think, a very important lesson. And it sounds a little bit, you know, of a, of a different, type of, different type of approach. You know, we're very programmed to look at these three weeks a certain way. And I think maybe it's sometimes healthy to, you know, look at it from a bit of a different angle. So the story goes as follows. You have this person named Moshe, who was... Um, he, he had got up from Avelos, and it was during the three weeks. This is the three weeks after he had gotten up from Avelos, and he just felt very uninspired. He just didn't feel connected to, you know, he didn't feel anything about mourning the Beis Hamikdash. He just couldn't get into it, and he was trying to figure out why that was. Maybe it's because you know he had been mourning for his father, loss of his father this past year, and maybe it was just too much. For whatever the reason. It just wasn't working, so he decided he's going to listen to a shear. So he got on a shear of a you know a young rav, talking about how Akedus Baruch Hu has no home and how do we not mourn over it, and he expected some of those things that you'd hear to stir him a little bit, but that didn't really work. And it was bothering him a lot, so he decided he's going to speak to his local rav. So he goes to his Rav, and he told him what's bothering him. He said that, like, every year he tries. He's never, like, a big tzaddik and big mekubal that's, you know, crying over the chorban, but he normally feels something, and this year just he doesn't feel anything. So so he, he, told, he told his worries to the Rav, and the Rav said the following. The Rav closed his eyes, and he said, you're taking me back 25 years. He said, 25 years ago, I was a, I was a young Rav. And during this time of the year, I was getting Shilas. I was getting Shilas from people. The Shilas that every Rav this time of year gets, you know, am I allowed to shower if I'm really sweaty? Uh, is it a problem for kids to listen to music? All the, you know, the Shilas that the average Rav gets. And he said it was driving him crazy. He was getting very angry that all of these Shilas, like how are people asking this, you know, shouldn't they've lost the essence of what the three weeks is? which we've all heard those, heard those type of shiurim, that, you know, the nine days, it's supposed to be that you don't eat meat, and now there's so many fancy dairies, and they're missing the point. And he started getting frustrated by people asking all these questions when he was like, you're missing the point. Which is that type of zealousness that we all, that every once in a while we feel. And then the Rav said, after this happened, short, a little bit after the three weeks, his father got very ill. And his doc, his father, his doc, the doctor told him his father has a few hours to live. And he noticed it was very hot, and he hadn't taken a haircut in a while, and he hadn't showered. So he went home, took a haircut, took a shower, changed clothes, and then he went to the, the hospital because he knew his father was going to pass, so he didn't want to be sweaty. His father passed away. And during Shiva, he was thinking about that. And he was also thinking that even during Shiva, when he was mourning the loss of his father, he was aware that it was hot, and he was aware that he didn't change his clothes. And he realized that people are people, you know, that, that, you know, he had a taina on people for, for, you know, for, for not feeling, people feel losses in certain ways, and, and people are just people. 
And sometimes you go to a shiva house and you'll notice that people are not necessarily bawling and crying and they're just schmoozing. And it's your responsibility to just be there for them and not to, and not to say, how dare you, you know, people are people. So the Rav is telling this to Moshe. So Moshe says to the Rav, but what about the fact that we're supposed to, you know, mourn over the loss of the Beis HaMikdash? I understand people are people, I get it, that, you know, Hashem understands that we're just people and we're trying our best, but what about the fact that you're Misabal Yushalayim? So the Rav said the following thought. You know, the Gemara tells us, Kol HaMisabal Yushalayim, anyone who mourns on Yushalayim, Zoha Evaroa will eventually see its redemption. The Rav said as follows. He said he realized when people are people, and people are trying their best, and it may come out in different ways. He said, Kol HaMisabal, Kol means every little detail. Kol HaMisabal, every little aspect of Avelus that a person puts forth in order to mourn the Beis HaMikdash, that's Misabal Yushalayim Kol. Every little detail, even the small things, is Misabal Yushalayim. V'zoycha v'roi b'simchasim. Meaning, you'll have people that'll ask Shilas, you know, am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do that? Am I allowed to do this business? Am I allowed to travel here? And instead of looking at it with this, you know, negative view, they're like, oh, they're missing the point. Why are they asking Shilas? They should be sitting on the floor crying. True, but they're also people, and they know where they are, and they know where they're holding. And, and they're asking. They're legitimately trying to keep halacha. They're trying to mourn. They're trying to keep to the words of Chazal, and they're doing their best. And for some people, that's all they're going to do. For other people, they'll be sitting down with their family, and they'll go to a, a park, because they're normal people in the summer, and they're going to go to the park. And maybe they'll have, uh, you know, this is during the three weeks, so there's no isser of meat, and maybe they'll have a barbecue. And maybe that one person, instead of having two burgers, will have one burger, and they'll say, okay, you know, it's the three weeks, I'll cut back a little bit. Now, if you have negative viewpoints to that person, you'll say, oh, what did he accomplish? What is he doing? Call, call. It's small things. You see, the perspective that most people have is that it's all or nothing. You're either someone who sits on the floor, cries like a big tzaddik, a big mekubal, or you, or you have no shaykhs to this, these three weeks. And a lot of us go into these three weeks thinking, I'm not feeling it this year. So I guess I, I just, I won't do anything this year. But that's not true. That that's it's kol hamisabel. Hashem understands your people. He gets it, and he he wants the little bits. So maybe this year, yes, you, you will not uh, sit and and, and cry at chatzay salayla every day. I understand that. Yeah, but maybe what you'll do is that that second bowl of ice cream you'll say, oh, or you'll sit with a cup of coffee and you say, oh, we need the beis hamikdash. Whenever you watch news in Israel, you say, oh, we need the beis hamikdash, and you listen to a nigan. So to the outside eye, does, is that anything? Maybe not, but to Hashem it is. And the Rav said this to Moshe, and he said that when I originally had this idea, I thought that's kfira, or you're just making excuses for yourself. But he says, as I get older, I realized, but th- this is the only way to go about it. This whole premise of all or nothing, it's not, it's disconnecting Rav of Kalal Yisrael from these three weeks. Kol HaMasabal means that every Jew is able to go into this time period and add a little bit. And yet, maybe to a lot of people, that won't be enough. 
But you know what? You keep halacha. First of all, that itself is a tremendous amount. That you're keeping the laws of the three weeks. That Chazal are telling you what not to do, and you're keeping that. And you're worried about the spirit. So you're trying. And you add a little detail. Every day a little bit more. A tiny, tiny bit. That's kol hamasabo. That includes you. That's mekasha every Jew to this time period. That's the only way to go about it. People are people. You go into a shiva house, sometimes... You know they're keeping the laws of shiva, right? They're not they're not wearing new clothes and they they have ripped clothing all that stuff. But sometimes they're schmoozing with each other and that's and that's fine. Hashem other sense people mourn in different ways. I understand it, and therefore these three weeks, don't go into the mindset of I'm either going to be feeling the three weeks or not, because then if that's the case then rubei shel klal will not be included. You have this to realize call every small detail of mesavu yishalayim. If you're Misavu Yishalayim, even in a small way, call every little bit is Mekasha you to this parasha. He says the truth, as he said, that I, I, Asisi Betechnashi Machor the Rav says, originally I made a Machor, like, how are you saying this? But he says, after time I realized that that's the only way to connect Klal Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu appreciates the small little efforts that we all push in addition to keeping Halacha. But that itself is is connecting during davening so you say with a little extra kavana that means something that's the mentality we should have during these three weeks don't think of it as all or nothing that if you're either Rav Gamliel or Rabinus or you're nothing that's ridiculous Rav Gamliel will tell you that's ridiculous every little detail that a Jew can have that a Jew can push that's appreciated and that's meaningful, and that's attainable, and that's something that Hakadosh Baruch Hu call every little bit is Masava Yushalayim and Zoycha Vereyabesimchase should go into the mentality this way. Then it's not daunting, and it's not overwhelming, and it's something that you could actually embrace. That every day I'll do a little bit, a little bit, in my own way of what I'm capable of, without overwhelming me, without making me depressed, and without making me anxious. A little bit, with in the guidelines of halacha. But you're keeping halacha and you're pushing yourself a little bit. It's kol hamisabel, and that's all Hakadosh Baruch Hu really wants from us. There are still going to be listen, Baruch Hashem, the art tzaddikim that are sitting that mamish can't function during these three weeks. Of course, there are people like that. But if you you know where you're holding, analyze yourself, see what's real, and if you're not holding there, don't just throw out everything. Push yourself a little bit. Kol hamisabel, every little aspect of avelus Hakadosh Baruch Hu appreciates. We should go into this mindset, into this time period with this mindset. Push ourselves a little bit, a little bit. To do for Hashem what we know we're capable of, not for others, but to do it for ourselves, to do it for our Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that schos, we should all be zaycha, roya be zaycha, these time periods should be termed, me'ev le'yamtev, me'ev le'yamtev, me'ev le'yamtev.